Today's Daily PBJ devotional is about Psalm 31. But if you're following along with the reading plan, read Genesis 32, Esther 8, and Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. Save me by your righteousness. Incline your ear to me. Come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, the stronghold of my deliverance. For you are my rock and my fortress. Lead me and guide me for the sake of your name. You free me from the net laid out for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. I hate those who cling to worthless idols, but in the Lord I trust. I will be glad and rejoice in your loving devotion, for you have seen my affliction. You have known the anguish of my soul. You have not delivered me to the enemy. You have set my feet in the open. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes fail from sorrow, my soul and body as well. For my life is consumed with grief, and my years with groaning. My iniquity has drained my strength, and my bones are wasting away. Among all my enemies I am a disgrace, and among my neighbors even more. I am dreaded by my friends. They flee when they see me on the street. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I hear the slander of many. There is terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from my enemies and from those who pursue me. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me by your loving devotion. O Lord, let me not be ashamed, for I have called on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them lie silent in Sheol. May lying lips be silenced, lips that speak with arrogance against the righteous, full of pride and contempt. How great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have bestowed before the sons of men on those who take refuge in you. You hide them in the secret place of your presence, from the schemes of men. You conceal them in your shelter from accusing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his loving devotion in a city under siege. In my alarm I said, I am cut off from your sight. But you heard my plea for mercy when I called to you for help. Love the Lord, all his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful but fully repays the arrogant. Be strong and courageous, all you who hope in the Lord. This is God's word. During the Gulf War, the one back in the 1990s, U.S. Army General Norman Schwarzkopf held a famous press conference that made him into a celebrity. In that press conference, he showed a video of a car in Iraq crossing a bridge. Shortly after the car crossed the bridge, the bridge exploded from a bomb that U.S. forces had dropped on it. Schwarzkopf referred to the driver of this car as the luckiest man in Iraq because he narrowly escaped a death he had no idea was coming. If luck were real, David would be one of the luckiest men who has ever lived. He escaped death time and time again, both in general when he went to battle and specifically when he was targeted by Saul and others. 
Here in Psalm 31, as in other psalms, we see past the brave warrior into the heart of the king. The dangers he faced were as stressful to him as they would be to any one of us, according to verses 9 and 10. David dealt with these stresses by turning to God in prayer, pouring his heart out honestly to the Almighty about his fears, and pleading with God to be his rock of refuge, his strong fortress, as verse 2 puts it, and also to deliver him, as verse 1 says. Because of the covenant God made with David, God did deliver him over and over again. Although he was a skilled, prepared warrior, David's success in battle and his longevity in life were more a matter of God's protection and God's will than anything else. David knew this too when he asked for God's help and protection for the sake of your name in verse 3, according to the NIV's reading. He was referencing the promises God made to Israel and to him personally for Israel. Even as he called on God for help, David knew that his days were determined by the sovereign will of God. When he wrote, My times are in your hands, in verse 15a, that's the NIV's reading, David was humbly submitting to what God had determined for him for the length of his life. If God were to let him die in battle, that is his right as the Lord. Yet David was not deterministic about it. Recognizing that God had already decreed when and how he would die did not prevent David from asking God to deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me, as verse 15 says in the NIV. David was bold in asking for God's help and giving God reasons why he should help. Yet he was humble and submitted to whatever the Lord had willed. Until Christ returns, death is a reality for each of us. People we love will die, and someday so will we. Fearing death and other things in life is natural. Crying out to God and looking to him for help and deliverance honors him in those moments. So does recognizing that your time and mine will come when God wills. These are all expressions of faith. Faith is not the absence of fear. Faith is asking God for help when we are afraid, as well as trusting his will when the time comes for us to go. We don't need luck to protect us. Faith in our God is a much better defense. Please share this with someone who can grow in their faith by it, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day.